What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. Man, we've got a big, big show lined up for you today. We're going to talk about the NFL, our NFC and AFC championship games is what I wanted to say. Also, we're going to get into horse racing with the Pegasus World Cup and Southwest Stakes. You're ready, right? You you are prepared. Sure, I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. Of course. (laughs) All right. Well, let's just get right into it. I think we got a pretty busy show today, so we might as well just get right into it. By the way, I'm going to show you this. This is now on our website. As you see here at the top, it says Racing News. That's right. So you can go to the sports site and then on the menu, click on Live Odds, and you can get live odds for every sport. As you see here, I can click this drop down, and you can get NFL. You can get uh, – uh, NCAA basketball, NBA, anything you want right there uh, with the live odds. So that's a new, another new feature to the site. Hope you guys use and enjoy that. But it's good for us, too, because we can put it up uh, on the screen as we do the shows. So um, we'll kick it off with the first uh, with the first game uh, listed here, and that's going to be the Bengals and the Chiefs. And as you see right here, the line open at 7. And if you scroll across here, uh, there's a few sports books that have it at seven and a half, but most of them have it still at seven. So Kansas City, a seven-point favorite at home against the Bengals. What do you think is going to happen here? Well, I can't believe you're not going to talk about our gambling from last night. Well, you, know, you can. I mean, yeah. Later or what? I mean, my gosh. What kind yeah, of I, night? I, I'm ready to go to uh, anywhere with the money we made last night. It, right. it was very, 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 very good last night you hit your parlay in the NCAA basketball you hit your parlay in the NBA I don't did you miss any NBA games last night no one and yeah that's right. amazing and yeah. uh, so do you want to just save that to when we talk a little basketball towards the end here yeah let's do it okay let's do that all right so what was the question we're gonna, we're doing the Bengals and the Chiefs right yeah. mm-hmm. all right here we go well I said on Monday's show that I was going to try to come up with something to make a case mm-hmm. for the Bengals in this game. And I can't really make a case for them, I don't think. I might be able to make a case for them beating the spread, maybe. I don't think I can make a real good case for them to win without looking like looking kind of foolish. So let's just kind of go down and through it here and see, see, see if we agree. Um, Burrow has been fantastic. I think we'd agree with that, right? Yep. Yep. But who are you going to give whatever team comes in there? What quarterback are you going to give the edge to over Mahomes? Yeah. I mean, there's nobody. So I think Burrow is good enough to win this game. Unfortunately, he's going up against Mahomes. So you got to give the edge to Kansas City. I think in the running game, I think the Bengals definitely have the edge there. I think Mixon is pretty underrated. I think he can make a two, a game or two or make a play or two in this game. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's uh, legit. Uh, the, the receiving core again 
you just can't go against the Chiefs. You just you, those guys are just they're just dynamic. They really are. Yeah. So it comes down to this. The Bengals are an up and coming underrated team, I mm. think. I think they're underrated. Um will the Chiefs have a letdown? What do you think? Do you think they might let down a little bit after that Buffalo game? I think sometimes it's hard not to after a game like that. Yeah, as Mark says, the Chiefs, if they lose this game of last weekend's epic match, it'll be one of the biggest letdowns I recall. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, and they could. I think I think it is possible that they let down a bit in this game. I, I don't know, though. I mean, we're still talking about a team that's playing to go to the Super Bowl. You know, right. I, I think – any kind of letdown will be short-lived uh, in this one. Um, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't think they would let down. You yeah. wouldn't think. No. But it's normal. It's natural to yeah. let down a little bit after a game that everybody in the country is still talking about. And then you got everybody that you come in contact with. I don't know how much contact they're coming with people with COVID, but telling them, oh, you got it, guys. You got it. Yeah. Won yeah. the game. You beat the team you had to beat. You're in, and all that. So I, I'm I'm thinking they might have a little bit, but I don't know if it's significant. The thing that I don't that I really think is the difference. I don't think Cincinnati's defense is as good as Buffalo's. Yeah, and Buffalo scored 36 points last week. It wasn't enough. Yeah, I don't think the Bengals can score 36. Burrow is good, but what is the difference between him and Allen? Allen can run. Yeah. And Burrows doesn't. I think that's the difference. I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I, I think they cover. It's a little bit different of an offense that Santa's geez, that Cincinnati brings in, trying to say Kansas City and Cincinnati at the same time. They're not good. Uh it's a little bit different defense or offense that Cincinnati brings in here, right? Yes. They they can't run with the quarterback, but their running back, you know, talk about Joe Mixon is better than Singletary. Mm -hmm. They, you know, their weapons, Chase is a better weapon than anything they had to defend last uh, last week, that right. than, than being the Chiefs. So there's there's some issues, some different issues. I think again, I think Joe Burrow in this offense has success. I'm with you. I just don't think it's enough. And you look at the first time these two played, Cincinnati did win, but I mean they never really stopped the Chiefs. Really, I like all 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 game long. It's like yeah, they're kind of doing whatever they want to do on them. They got some. The Chiefs got some bad calls, and and Cincinnati beat them. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't see a world where that happens. Oh, I didn't time. even look. I'm not even looking at that game, Aaron. Yeah. Are you really? Are you even looking at it? I don't I, think you can. I didn't look at it when it happened, really. And I didn't, I still don't no, really take it very seriously. That they, the Bengals really needed to win. They were at yeah. home. I mean, a lot of different stuff. No, I, <laughs> I, I don't take it very seriously at all. And I, I, I just, again, it came down to this. The, I think the Chiefs are seven points better, and then you add they have Patrick Mahomes, and mm -hmm. if he plays like he did last week, I think they cover. I, I oh, think it's I too. And you know, you you brought this up Monday in the early part of that game. The Bills would have stuffed anybody else but the Chiefs because of Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Remember when you meant, mentioned that Monday? They had everything covered in the early yep. part of that game, first half. Yep. And he just kept making play after play after play with his feet yep. or whatever he needed to do 
if he's zoned in and he's the one guy that I don't think will let down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that guy, he's unique. There's no question about it. You know, we're watching as good a player as I think I've ever seen, as dynamic a player as I've ever seen in the NFL over the years. I, I can't think of anybody that's more dynamic than him. When you think about all the great quarterbacks over the years, nobody can do what this guy does. Nope. He can beat you with in so many ways. And he's more dangerous with his feet, I think, than he is his arm. I really believe that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Early in that game, he was just running away from people, making people miss. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. And then they kind of tried to get away from that, and then he passed them silly. I, listen, I mean, it, to, to me, it's just like I, I look at the teams left. It's like, okay, the Rams have the front that might yes. be able to disrupt them. It's going to take something incredible up front to beat them, and, and I don't think Cincinnati can do it. So, uh, yeah, to get to some of the comments, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Sylvian said, not in a playoff game. Are they going to let down? And that's probably true uh, as well. I, I, I would tend to agree with that. Uh, March said, it's not an insult to Cincinnati, but the Chiefs just won an insane game, and since he beat a Titans team where Tannehill gave it Absolutely. away with picks. So, yeah, I mean, there's arguments for both sides of it. But, again, yeah. I, I think – I lean towards more. It's a playoff game. Maybe they come out and it's like, yeah, they're not sharp immediately, but they will get there. Uh, the, no the, question the, about it. The main player is going to be sharp. Yeah. And that's the key. Yeah. He's exactly. not. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, that's just it. And, and, and Mahomes will be ready. There's no question about that. Imagine said, sorry, he's late. He's still recovering from last night, Housen. That's right. That is right. Dan Housen made his AEW debut. Last night, it was amazing. I jumped up and screamed when I saw him. Uh, Dennis said, uh, trusty Housen was drunk Housen when it happened. So everybody in the wrestling world, very excited about that. Uh, so what is the news on Matthew's concussion protocol? And our resident Chiefs player, or Chiefs player, Chiefs reporter, Jared Welch says, Honey Badger will play, Isaac. And the Chiefs also getting defensive tackle Saunders back. So there you go. And that guy knows. I think he's in the clubhouse right now. That's right. Yeah, Jared definitely would know. I trust it. I, if one of you other guys would have put that up there, right. I probably wouldn't have put it. But Jared knows. Yeah, Honey Badger being back is a big, big, big thing. Oh, big it thing. is. Their weakness is in the back end of the defense. He shores some of it up. He can't cover the whole field. His half of the field is pretty shored up when he plays. When he's out, they're not good back there. They could get exposed. Him being back is going to be huge. That's another reason. I'm leading the Chiefs. One thing I want to go, uh, I want to talk about real quick is the over-under in this game. As, as you see, I could flip from the spread to the over-under on the new widget on the site. Uh, 40, or excuse me, 54 and a half uh, for this game. What do you think? Over-under for this one. You know me. I always go under a line that high. That's just a lot of points. And, and, and it could get there. You know, it's it's possible. I just don't know that the Bengals are going to score that much. I just, I, I don't know. What did they make last week? 19? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to score 35 to win. I don't know. You know? That's the, see, like, that's the bet. Kansas City will do their part. Do the Bengals do they do your do their part to yeah. get you over? I think yeah. that's the key to that. So uh, your, your decision, your play on this over-under is based solely on what you think Cincinnati can score. Because if you think Kansas City's not scoring, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they're going to score in this game. I think so, too. I, I don't like Cincinnati's defense. I don't think they're that good. 
you know, in Buffalo's was. And here's the deal. He scored 36 points and it wasn't enough. If I'm going to say this, if Cincinnati scores or if uh, Kansas City scores 36, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh, where you says, love the blues gear. Papa Dave. That's right. Yeah. Huge Blues fans here. If you got to get up there and see a game here before long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dennis says you're losing faith uh, more and more as we talk about the the wrestling. Uh, (laughs) And and I totally agree here with Magic. Uh, Leave a like, Housen, and make sure you subscribe, Housen, uh, to our website Um, or to our YouTube. (laughs) That's pretty good. I don't know what that means. I like Jared's. I I guess he's referring to the wrestling. Yes. And who the hell is that? Jared? Well, I tell you what, the just one more thing. Okay. Maybe we'll get to, we got business to take care of. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. So. Well, one last question on this, then we'll go on. Who do you think has a better defense, Tennessee or Kansas city? Well, statistically it's Tennessee. Um, I think at time the chiefs are pretty good when they're healthy. Yep. They can do some stuff. They're, they're pretty fast. They do a lot of stuff. I, I would, if I was a offensive coordinator, I would fear the Chiefs more than I would Tennessee. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I think the Chiefs have a little bit more of, a, of an explosive defense, if that makes sense. They can make things happen, um, and you know, I think forcing turnovers obviously huge in a game like this, and it's huge for the Chiefs to force turnovers, knowing that you probably aren't going to get a lot of turnovers from the Chiefs, at least from the quarterback spot. As long as the running backs hold on to the ball, usually you're in good shape there. So, all right, let's move on, though. We can't talk about that. Aaron, uh, uh, Mark is on fire today with some of these comments. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, I'm laughing at some of this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mark says dudes who watch wrestling would have a lot less viewers, but the few viewers would be dedicated. I don't know. He also made a comment about – scroll up a little bit. about Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I like this one. For Tyrone, they showed him a, a YouTube video, and if he can identify it's a honey badger, he's cleared. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. So, yeah, that, that may be unofficial information. Don't take that one to the page. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's no. move on, though. We got one more to talk about uh, today, and that is the 49ers and the Rams. And like I said, new widget, you can see it opens at three and a half, and it looks like, yep, every single book still has yep. this as a three and a half point favorite for the Los Angeles Rams. So the Rams three and a half point favorites at home, but two, three weeks, what was that? Three weeks ago now, they actually got beat to the 49ers right. on their home field. Will the Niners do it again, Papa Dude? Okay. Now this line has stayed solid all week. I believe it's been three and a half the entire time. It has. Every time I've looked, yep. it's three and a half. So this is not moving. So obviously, you know, Vegas has got this about right where they want it. Um, okay, I'm gonna go through this and I'm sick and tired of hearing how bad Jimmy Garoppolo is, and Jimmy Garoppolo's gonna get him beat. Okay, he's not as good as Stafford, we know that, yeah. right? Yeah, and the thing is, here it is. Okay, the last three weeks they went to LA and they won uh-huh. with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? They went to Dallas and they won. With Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. They went to Green Bay and they won with Jimmy Garoppolo. So if they get beat this week, it ain't going to be because of him. It's going to be because the Rams are a little better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You might do something dumb, 
But they've won three games. How many teams besides the Chiefs could go in and do what they did the last three weeks? I don't know very many could do that, what they've done. So there's a lot of things to like about the Niners in this game. They have beat the Rams six straight times. The Rams haven't beat them since 2018. They beat them twice this year. Do they have their number? I'd say yes yeah. on that. Home field, it ain't going to be a home field. No. It's going to be at least 50-50, yep. at least. So that's not an advantage. The law of averages might be an advantage. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to keep beating the same team over and over and over again. Will they might be a little tired? Maybe they might be a little tired. I mean, yeah. God, that's three tough games in a row to go do. But the Rams had to go to Tampa. So that's not really an advantage. It's going to come down to and, – and here's the other thing. The, the Niners' defense is not going to be better than the Rams' defense. Yeah. And they had a little bit of an advantage defensively yeah. uh, at Dallas and at Green Bay, too. So can't really give them much of an edge there. It's the dynamic offense of the Rams. If they don't make mistakes and give the Niners some points, I think they cover this. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Rams because I just feel like they're better than the 49ers all over the field. I just think they are. But the 49ers are a gritty, tough team. They're not going to choke in this game. Yeah, you know, the biggest the biggest key for that, that, in my opinion, why the Niners compete really well with the Rams, you have to run the ball well against their front. Mm-hmm. If you don't and they can tee off on your quarterback, he's dead. Yep. And that's the key. You know, they they can run it, and they will do that. And that's why Jimmy G is still a factor in this game. I'm not going to go all the way and say, well, you know, he's he's going to have to make some plays. But if they can run it, you know, they can kind of limit what he has to do. End of the day, Jared and I talked about this last week. It's tough to beat a good team twice, right? It it's really tough to beat oh. a good team three times. It really is. I think it. I just have to lean toward the Rams. The last time these two played, the Rams had this game blown out and blew it. And I wanted to say that to get to Mark's point. (laughs) Yeah, I am worried about the Rams blowing leads because they do it all the time. Yes, they do. I mean, that last week was incredibly, I mean, just the biggest choke job I've ever watched. They were trying to give that away. 49ers game is similar. So that does worry me. At the end of the day, though, I just think the Rams are a better team. I think Stafford is able to make a couple plays, uh, you know, that Jimmy G just can't. You know, it's a grinded out offense versus a flash offense. I'm taking the Rams minus the three and a half. I think we both are. And uh, I like the law of averages sometimes, too. I I just think – I know it's kind of dumb, but I just don't think they can keep, keep beating them. Yeah. I think it's too much to ask. Yeah. I really do. But Stafford is going to have to make plays, and and, and uh, somebody here made a very, uh, Mark made a very good uh, point. He's never been in this situation. Now he's played okay these yeah. first two games. Should have the jitters out of his out of his system a little bit. And uh, another another key: Can the 49ers get to him with their pass rush? Because their pass rush is as good as anybody's. Yeah. 
this is going to be a slugfest, I think. I think this is really – of the two games, I'm looking more forward to this one. As far as it being a good game, I would yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely agree. Uh, let's see. Cooper Cup under 102 and a half receiving yards, but you got to let someone else beat you, in my opinion. So, yeah, you're kind of banking on the fact that, hey, they're going to they're going to do everything they can to, to, to keep Cup, you know, kind of bottled up and let somebody else try to beat you. That seems to make sense um, yeah. on what you're going to do. It's tough to do that, though. So, uh, you know, we'll I would have thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would have done that in the last part of the game after they tied it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jared says the fact that Diddy do likes the Bengals gives him a lot of confidence uh, for the chiefs on Sunday. Uh, Isaac, where, Isaac says, what if it's the Rams and the chiefs in the super bowl? I think that would easily be the most entertaining of mm-hmm. uh, the matchups. I don't know, Isaac. You'll have to tune in and, and, right. and find out. I'm not, I can't make that decision just yet. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. And um, let's see. Got a very good point down here. It's the last comment, too. Yeah. I so said, can we just have the Chiefs Bill play <laughs> best of three series to crown Super Bowl champion instead? Yeah. I wish we could. The damnedest thing about it, both of those teams were not the top seed of the AFC. So no. both of those teams just like had. Had they both, it wasn't at the same time, but they both had gaps in the season yep. where they just kind of looking back, it's like, did they just dick around and not take those opponents seriously for right. four or five games? It's crazy they were in that situation. It really was. Well, yeah. and I, one more thing, I was thinking about the Bills. Uh-huh. They were they were talking about, hey, let's, you know, how can how can they turn the corner against the Chiefs? How about you get home field advantage? That would really help if you're not That's on right. the road. I That's mean. Right. I think it's really important they get home, he, to, home field advantage. And they don't play – I mean, okay, New England was pretty good, obviously, in their division. They, You know, they split with them. It's not that they play in a bad division. Yeah. What I'm getting at is they had a shot at getting home field. Oh, yeah. And the Titans took advantage of their division. They went 6-0 and yeah. in their division. Yeah. And they snuck in there, and you got to give them credit. But everybody knew the two best teams played Saturday, uh, Sunday night yeah. in Kansas City. We all knew that. It was one of those unique situations where we all knew it and we all said it and it actually came true. You know, a lot of times you talk, you talk, oh, these two teams are not any good and these two teams are. And then you get the game. It's like, wow, we were wrong. And we were right. I mean, that was the best two teams oh, no that played last weekend. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe the best two in the league. Who knows? I yeah, mean, in the whole what NFL, maybe I don't know. This is funny. Serious question. I just answered that. What I think the number one thing's got to be: they need to get that home field advantage. I, I think the difference. It's it's tough enough beating the Chiefs anyway. You got to go to Arrowhead to do it. It's just it's impossible right now. So I think well, home field advantage and. I mean, injuries, I think, is the answer to anything when it's right. that close. But, yeah, home field advantage overall. And maybe, and maybe not piss down your leg the last 13 seconds. <laughs> well, that's Whatever the hell they want and go down the field. I think that might be the answer. And I agree with Mark. The Bills have the Dolphins or the Jets. I mean, they should have been better than what their record was. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs got out really slow. Um, yeah. Yeah, they didn't play well early. Yeah. Oh no, and talking about this this game too. Yeah, they they did kind of start slow. So yeah, Bengals might come out and get the lead at well, that. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not confident in that. So. <laughs> Dennis the guy good if they can't pay Kelsey and Hill, 
than others, but I think they've got them locked up. Yeah, they? I think so too. That would be if they if they lost Hill. Oh God, Either I one. think they would become just a good team. I just feel like the presence of Hill changes yeah. everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, just like Heather tells me all the time, 13 seconds is a lot of time, Papa Dude. Come on. <laughs> right now, uh, Jared, you're not on here much. We don't go that right we don't <laughs> go that way on here. This is a family-rated show. <laughs> and fortunately, most of our viewers didn't understand that. So. No, just Dennis. Denny do understood it. All right. I want to quickly kind of show you again what we're doing before we transition into the Pegasus. Uh you can go right now. Look, if you go to the other sports tab, we got free picks pages for all the the, the uh, sports now that are happening. You can click on it, and you see Papa Dude and myself have the hockey picks up tonight. Uh, you go to the NFL picks, I believe. Yeah, Magic has got his up there as well. So you got so we basically have a graph with all of our picks uh, for each night for each of these sports. So a lot of fun. And like Papa Dude said, he went like nine and one. Look at this overall record. He's sixteen and three in the NBA. So. That's He's just doing, for the last two nights. <laughs> well, it's still that's that's impressive. And like I said, I know. You know, like basketball, we don't do them all. We just try to do the ones we kind of like. So there's those, and then obviously the live odds that I was just throwing. You can go down here, and like I said, you can go to any sport. There, you can go to the NHL. You can go and see them play basketball, and you you can even go to MMA if you want to bet that. <laughs> I hadn't looked at that yet. Oh, no lines available yet for the MMA. Uh, I know Ricky used to bet soccer. There's soccer there. And then the NBA as well tonight. And like I said, that'll always be updating uh, as the lines change and also as uh, new lines are put up. So pretty cool, Papa Dude. I do like it. Yeah, I don't understand half of it, but I do like it. Oh, you do too. I you don't understand the technology behind how we did it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know I'm having fun. I, these last, I mean, since basketball started, because, you know, we were talking the other day, yeah. football is my passion, yeah. but it's just a game on Sunday and a game on Saturday. You know, it's yeah. just a couple of days, you know, every once in a while there's some, well, college games through the week, but they're not, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. This is every night. Yep. And I tell you, I am sweating. I am sitting there and just, I, the time just flies by. I, next yeah. thing I know, it's ten o'clock. I'm the same. Know? Yeah, I'm the same. It's it's getting really bad because I'm watching horse racing all through the day, and then this shit all I night, know. and it's like, oh god, I kind of feel guilty. I kind of do, but yeah. uh, well, anyway. it's, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I was hating it, uh, typing all of it out, but then we got this. I'm like, yeah, I oh, yeah, I love yeah. it. I get up ready to do it every day. So yeah, hell of a thank you, uh, uh, Dennis. We've we put a lot of work into this. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty big. So uh, Mark asked if I hit Wyoming covering. Oh, yep. My no, Mark, that was a game that was just a little too close for me to wager anything on. Because in college basketball, man, you got to watch it. You try to find some games where you're pretty darn sure they're going to win. And betting the money line, you know, you got you to make sure they're going to win those games. So that one was a little too tight. Uh, for me, yeah, that spread would have been hard to hit. You know, yeah, you didn't bet that one. You did not bet that one. That would have been a tough one. Look at me here trying to find. Here we go. All right, without uh, without any further ado, I know this is a sports show, but it's a big weekend in horse racing, and we've got the Southwest Stakes from Oakland, which obviously we will 
talk about. But the big one is the Pegasus World Cup. Papa Dude is in the guide. If you want Papa Dude's picks, his top four <laughs> picks for all seven of the stakes races at the Gulfstream, you can get that guide. Uh, pre-sale still going on. Full guide's going to be available, I would say, in the next hmm, three, four hours, I would say. Maybe less. I think we're about got that thing wrapped up. Uh, anyway, let's move on, though. Pegasus World Cup. You analyzed this one. It's the huge matchup. Nick's go. Taking on life is good. Who did you go with? Well, now, um, I'm just going to go with the horse. There's two horses, in my opinion. I, I We were talking off air. I, and, and you are much more. Now, you want to listen to him a lot more than you do me <laughs> on these. I'll tell you for sure. Uh, he's the guy, and all of these guys on Racing Dudes that pick these, fantastic, fantastic. Although I usually do decent on these yep. big races. I, You're pretty good in the big races. Yeah, yeah I, I usually hold my own okay in these. Um, I was shocked that they didn't draw a better field. And not that these horses are bad, but and Aaron kind of told me it's because of the two that mm -hmm. we're all going with kind of kept everybody away but this is a three million dollar purse and third place is three hundred thousand so i would have thought it would have drawn a little bit better two horse racing i guess everybody's opinion yeah. uh anybody that's following this if you disagree with us let us know here oh they will <laughs> and uh you were kind of analyzing it for me last night after i'd already made my pick which is <laughs> fine and that's okay uh, I probably would not have changed anyway. Yeah. So I'm going after, I'm going for Nick's go. Um, I like the other one a lot, but he doesn't run at this distance all the time, right? Yeah. He has right. never, a life as good as never ran at a mile and an eighth. Okay. And that kind of, well, he doesn't even run at a mile and a 16th too often. He's yeah, better he, at a mile than me. And that, yeah, his last few races have been seven furlongs or a mile. Yes. Right. So that kind of made me lean a little bit towards Nick's go. Um, but I, if I was, uh, the connections, I would be very, very afraid of life is good, uh, because Pletcher wouldn't put him in here. I don't think if he didn't think he could go that distance mm -hmm. and I love Todd Pletcher, I think he's a hell of a trainer and this yeah. is his track. This yeah. is where he cleans up at. So depending on what those odds are, I would say they're going to stay right in that ballpark. Wouldn't you? I can't see anybody laying any money on anybody else to affect those odds but i'm going to go with nick's go and tell me why life is good is going to win because i know you do well listen the respect i have for these two horses it's it's tremendously high and i i told uh, my buddy paul and I, I think i maybe told magic too i said this is We've been doing it. RacingDudes.com is 10 years old, by the way. We turned 10 in January. Uh, well, uh, January, 1st of January. Really? I thought you'd been around a little longer now. No, no. 10 years old uh, in January. And anyway, uh, so I've been doing it 10 years. And it's the hardest decision I've ever had to make. It really is. Because Nick's go has bailed us out at times. At times, we've been ahead and we've been alive to him. And he's, he's made it even better. I mean... He's been a darling for us. He was a darling for us in the Pegasus last year. We had him to win. He won. Guys, I I, I just – I have so much respect for him. I think life is good is going to take it to him. And I, that's the key to this race. He's got to go get him, and he has the ability to do it. 
some other horses in the past when Nick's goes lined up, we thought, well, maybe Swiss Skydiver can can go up and get him. She can't. Maybe Hot Rod Charlie. No, Hot Rod Charlie's not good enough. Life is good is fast enough. The key to the race is getting to that first turn with Nick's go on the rail. Life is good at Ford, and life is good. Just pin him on that rail. Pin him, make him a little bit uneasy. The backside, just make sure you're keeping him in range. But the big key where the race will be won or lost, go watch Nick's goes replays. When he is pressured on the turn, he loses. And not only does he lose, he stops. Go watch the Saudi Cup. That's a, that's a big example. Charlatan was right on him when they made the turn. And when they got to the stretch, he kept him inside. He shoved him on that rail, and Nixco quit. If you watch Nixco's races, when he turns for home and he's ahead uh, by any amount, it's over. He likes to kind of float out wide and just kick it on. You're not going to catch him in the stretch. So the key is attack. You got to attack him on the turn. You got to pin him down on that rail. You got to look him right in the eye. He will he will quit. In my opinion, he does that, and it, it's it's just fact that that's what he's done. Now, if he re rallies at that point and wins, then just tip your hat because that's something he had never done before. Right. You also look at life is good. He got passed by Jackie's warrior. He fought back and almost won. If he had a better jockey, he may have. I just think life is good, has the talent to put the pressure on him, put him away, and then it's just going to be a matter of can he hold on. I think it might get closer than people think because I think he's going to be slowing down when they get to the wire, but I don't think there's anybody quite good enough to close. So I'm going life is good. I think it's going to be a classic. I pray they they both break well from the gate, right? Because I want to see them go head and head. And the other thing about it is if one doesn't break well, race is over. It's gate to wire for the one that does. Yeah. So, so do you think if life is good can do exactly what you said? Mm-hmm. Do you think Nick's go slips down to third or fourth? I think I think it's possible. I if I think it's very possible one of them wins and then the bomb is in second because the other factor is what if life is good really doesn't want to go a mile and an eighth and they get to that turn and he's exhausted. Yeah. He'll drop out. And yeah, what if he presses Nick's, put, you know, puts it to him and he drops out? Yeah. I think that could happen. I think how you make money is you have to bet one of these two to win, okay? Or you bet one of them on top, a straight exacta, you know, life is good over Stiletto Boy. Or if you like uh, Nick's go like you do, Nick's go over, and I think Sir Winston was your third right. horse. Right. You got to play the bomb in second, get the get that top choice. You got to take a stand. Uh, in single race wagers, you got to take a stand. You either got to play Nick's go or you got to play life is good. Right. Because so, you don't want them to beat you. That would be just stupid. Yeah. Right? You just you have to take a stand. And, and if you're this is for me watching replays the last two days and really analyzing, that's my opinion. I think life is good can do what I laid out. If you think he can't and Nick's go is going to turn for home the lead, then you play him and then you find your long shot. Let me ask you this, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Life is good is four. Mm-hmm. If I remember now, refresh my memory. He got hurt when he was three, right? Yep. The fact that he's four and Nick's go is six. Is he the fresher horse you think? Cause I've kind of thought that about him since Pletcher got him. It mm-hmm. seems to me like he's the fresher 
not just between Nick's go. I mean, he just looks like he's fresher. I don't know if that makes any yeah. sense. Well, I think it does uh, to, to a certain extent. We've seen this play out in the Pegasus before. And again, I, I, I kind of pause people when they kind of compare years and different horses because it's, it's always different. Every situation's different. But we've seen this before where like the older, like quote unquote champion type horse gets beat here to kind of the newer up and coming type. Yeah. Uh, City of Light beat Accelerate, uh, you know, Arrogate beat California Chrome. It does feel a lot like life is good as the next one. And this is just the last it's race one. for Nick's go. And we're just trying one more, you know, it does kind of have that feel to it. So again, be very careful. They're different horses. I mean, a yeah. lot of people were like, well, Echo Zulu can't win because Jackie's warrior couldn't win last year at the Breeders' Cup. It's like, yeah, different thing. Yeah. You can't do that. Play but it. it feels a lot like that for sure. Now, I'm assuming that life is good has been training here because Pletcher's there, right? Mm-hmm. Now, has Nick's Go been training somewhere else? Yeah, Nick's Go's been at the fairgrounds. Now, does that um, make a difference in your opinion? No, he, pre- he prepped all all up for the Pegasus World Cup last year at the fairgrounds, shipped okay. in and dominated. Okay. So I don't think... And, and, and the shipping part doesn't bother him because no. they ship him everywhere. Yeah. Hell, he's been at Iowa. Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a really... Just to give you all a, a, a little... <laughs> I, I don't know whether you want to get into something, but he went to Iowa. Yep. And what was what was that he ran in here in the uh, Cornusker? Uh, Cornusker, which is their big big race for yeah. all the horses. Yeah. And and I don't want to knock Prairie Meadows because I love it. I love going up there. I think it's a great place. And you want to just go watch horse racing. It's fantastic. Yeah. But they don't draw the best horses. And here's this champion who had been struggling. And uh, Brad Cox sent him up there. And I remember you and I and Ricky were analyzing this. Yeah. And we all said, what, the, what has Brad given up yeah. on him? And he went up there and smoked them. And he's been on fire since. So Brad Cox knows what he's doing. I'll tell you for sure. Yeah, he got him right. He definitely he got did. him right. Uh, it's it's going to be a hell of a race. It hell is. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, to the point, and yeah, that, listen, I – when you draw these kind of two horses, you're just not going to get a great field when you like what Mark lays out. You got Dubai, you got Saudi, you got other spots where you can run for more money. So uh, definitely for sure. Yeah, Gulfstream and Todd, we trust definitely his home track and, and a big time, uh, you know, uh, caveat for him, I would say. Key to the race is the start. Exactly. If one of them doesn't break well, oh, big, big, big trouble. Um uh let's just say uh this says that life is good it can't get the distance he will be out at the mile marker uh or at the mile mark and that will be uh the pressure that he needs to make him quit yeah i i think it's i think it's smart to play if you're gonna play an exact uh or even a try maybe just pick your one on top and leave them out leave the other one out uh, underneath it's just not gonna pay anything anyway if they yeah and it's gonna be a low risk wager like if, if you're singling a horse on top over two over two you're not going to have a lot of money in it anyway. So if you lose it, it's kind of like a, well, we took a shot there. I think it, the, really the only spot where you play major money is on the win. Yeah, um, definitely. You know. And the thing about it is you're going to get a good price on either one of them. So I think a win isn't a bad thought. I mean, coming out of the Breeders' Cup, if I would have said, hey, you could get even money on Nick's go in his next race, you'd take it. Hey, you could get even money on Life is Good, you'd take it. So, um that's just how it is. Uh, over under uh, the half ran in 44. 
Yeah, uh, 44 and 4. Um, You're sick, Dennis. I, <laughs> you know, I think it'll be over. I, I don't think they'll do that. I really don't. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't think they'll burn it up that quick. I think they're going to go fast, but I don't think they'll go under 44 and 4. I really don't. Okay, here we go. All right, all right. Let's uh, oh, one, hold on. One thing I, I do want to make sure we mention it later, Aaron. Uh-huh. Isaac brought this up. Roethlisberger announced his retirement today. Let's make sure we make a comment on that later. Oh, go well, ahead. Can... Make your comment on it now while I pull up Southwest. Okay. Well, I just think, you know, that's worth talking about a little bit. I think there's a guy that's about as good as – has had a, a great career and needs, needs to be mentioned that the NFL is going to miss. Miss him. I don't see the Steelers without him. No, he's been there forever. He's the face of that that uh, franchise. So I, I just wanted to mention that, you know, I what are they going to do? Now, here's – we were talking about this the other night. Sandy and I were – here's an opportunity where they're going to have to go out and get somebody that can play. Yeah. I'm thinking of Baker Mayfield, somebody like that maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody that – that's a stopgap till they get – Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they don't have anybody that can take. They're in they're in trouble anyway. Yeah. Now they may just just shoot the moon and say, "Hey, we're going to rebuild." They might do that. Let me ask you a question though. <laughs> can they really get a worse quarterback than what Ben Roethlisberger well, maybe currently not. is? But he I is mean, a leader, and you know, yeah. but that's true. They, I think they'll be okay. Honestly, they were not great <laughs> this year with him. So. That's a good point there. A good question from uh, yeah, best best class, uh, our, our best QB out of this class, uh, Big Ben, Eli, and uh, Rivers. What do you? Who would you take? I never did like Rivers because it seems like they he never won mm-hmm. a big game. And I don't know whether it's just on bad teams. I don't know. He's never did. I never did care for him. I never did see him do what's necessary. Yeah. Eli Manning won what two Super Bowls, I think. Yep. He was pretty good. It's between him and Ben. I probably would have to take Ben because of the length of uh, productivity for him. I mean, he was good for a very, very long time. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'd go with him, but Eli's in there pretty close. Yeah, I'd go big Ben, Eli, and Rivers. Yeah, this, exactly how you have them. Uh, are all three Hall of Famers? I mean, in my book, they are. I, I think so. Hall of Fame is a lot like the Eclipse Awards. I or even the racing. I just I don't care. I don't like people are going nuts over this Barry Bonds and Clemens and. Yeah, I do want to talk. That's going to be my one more thing. Okay, I could. I just couldn't. Couldn't care less about it. But uh, yeah, I'll let you talk about it. All right, quickly, we'll go to the Southwest. Sorry. Uh, No, it's fine. Uh, It's fine. That definitely needed to be brought up. Uh, Quickly, we'll go to the Southwest. Field of 12 for this one, mile 16th at Oakland Park. Uh, You know, Kentucky Derby prep race. And Baffert brings in New Grange here. We also have Dash Attack. The winner of the Smarty Jones is back. All right, who do we like here? Well, again, I'm going to let you analyze this a lot uh, because you're the expert. This is my track, but I I just haven't followed it like I usually do. Yeah. Because this is when the season should start normally. And I just haven't, you know, I, I'm really behind. I'm really ashamed of myself, actually. But I got so much other stuff going on. I just yeah. haven't got there. 
Um, uh, I do know that Dash Attack won the Smarty Jones. Yep. I don't like the trainer, so it's very difficult for me to bet him. Yep. Uh, I don't. I did look up the horse that uh, Baffert is bringing in, and I hope that hell he loses. But anyway, <laughs> you know that's probably the one to bet. And I looked at the number one, yes. um, and I did like him. And that is a horse uh, that's uh, sired by, or not, is that the right word? Yep. Mm-hmm. By uh, Will Take Charge, who's one of our all-time favorites. I kind of like the four a little bit, too. Yeah. I, I, I kind of liked him. Uh, I think I think Baffert's horse will probably win, you know, if he's ready to go. So I would take him. Those are the four I like. I really didn't see anything else in there. That I like this is a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar purse, and I want to say one 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 point. I'm just going to see if you remember this because I know you do. The last time that you and I, I think, went to the Southwest, do you remember that day? What the mm-hmm. weather was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we went for a, what a Friday, Saturday, I think. Yep. On Friday, folks, we're down there, and it is snowing so hard that we can't see the horses over on the back stretch. Yeah. You couldn't see the backside at all. You could not no. see the backside. They would just disappear no. into a wall of snow and no one knew who was ahead till they emerged out of that wall. That was the dadgumdest thing I ever saw. And then the next day it was like 28 degrees. Yep. And of course they've got plenty of inside seating at Oakland. So we're sitting upstairs and we're toasty. And yep. uh, what it was about the fourth race, they decided they'd had enough. It was, yeah. Too- the track was freezing and it was hitting the jockeys and it was breaking like their goggles when they came yeah. back. So they said, the hell with this. So like, no, come on, it's Southwest day. You can't stay in anyway. Yeah. We ended up, they, they delayed it to the next weekend. Yeah. We went anyway. But anyway, go ahead. You had yeah. a lot of race for us. That was a, uh, that was a lot of fun. That was, uh, I think that was like Dublin's year. Wasn't it? Wasn't he in that? I'm pretty sure he was. He stumbled. Yeah, he I don't know. Stumble out of the gate. He got second or third. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, this race, yeah, I went Baffert's horse with Grange on top. I'm very interested in Ben Diesel from the rail. Uh, last time out, the horse broke from the far outside, went flying up there, you know, just, just got tired late. I think a little bit better trip here, and this this horse is going to have a good shot. At 12-1, to 1, I like him a little bit. Uh, I'm seeing some love for Osborne. Osborne was second in the springboard mile last time out. I don't know. I don't see a world where where he wins. I think he can hit the board. I, I'm just afraid he'll give it up uh, in the end. There's a lot of speed in here, and I don't know that he'll be able to hold on all the way. But he is a nice horse. Uh, I, I think he is a very nice horse. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going Newgrange, Ben Diesel. Um, you know, third, I think it gets kind of wild after that. I think it'll be something weird. I'm going totally against Dash Attack. Uh, the horse won the Smarty Jones, but both wins – we're over a sloppy track at Oakland. This horse is by Munnings. Munnings horses do extremely well in the slop. So I'll go against Dash Attack. He's beaten me twice already. Why, why not make it three times in a row? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I just think the Baffert horse kind of is able to settle a little bit. Uh, I don't think the horse absolutely needs the lead. Uh, for Mark, he's going Osborne. He's going 6-10-2, which is Dash, Dash Attack, and 8, Barber Road. I looked uh, at him too. Yeah, yeah. he's not bad. Yeah. He's not bad. Um, let's see. Dennis says, um, if you, uh, I think if you previously bet Ben Diesel at four to one in the 14, you got to play him back at 10 to one on the rail. 
Horse I'm liking is Osborne. I'm a sucker for the springboard mile. And for some reason, uh, for some reason, he says, and uh, got a jockey change today for Moquette. So listen, Moquette always has a horse in these. Uh, and, you know, he, he aims for these and sometimes he does all right. So he very seldom wins, wins these though. Yeah, and Dennis says, that. or excuse me, Magic says he likes Osborne, and uh, Dennis says, hey, thanks, I'll change my picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, all right, so we're going with Baffert here with this one. So Going for Baffert and hoping we're wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think he's a single or anything like that. I, I definitely think you need to play two or three in here. I, it's kind of odd. This horse comes back on, on – you know, only four weeks rest. Usually they, they're a little bit longer away. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, uh, you probably haven't looked at the King Cotton. Uh, the question is, does Nashville bounce back on Saturday? You know, he's, yeah, I think he runs better, but he's still got Hollis in there who, who beat him pretty easily. I'm, I haven't decided on that one yet, Mark. I, I'll do that tomorrow morning. Um, I don't know. That's it. I, I, I lean Nashville, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what string of horse is that for on Baffert? Is B or C? That's the question. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the. I think it's his B horse, Dennis. If I had a guess, I think it's probably his second. So we'll find out on Saturday for sure. All right. You said you had. Uh, is it a? Do you want to call it a rant or do you just want the one more thing about Barry Bonds? And oh, okay. Guys? Go ahead and go to that. Well, I got a couple things. Okay. First, um, we we spent a lot of time talking about Caleb Williams, the ex seems like ex quarterback of OU. He still hasn't committed anywhere. Yeah, are you not shocked? I, I can't explain it. I, I it, it's to the point now where I don't. I've lost interest. I don't. Well, everybody in Oklahoma has. I don't care. Gone. I don't care. It's got to be about money now. I yeah. would think. I mean, the latest is he's going to Wisconsin. Going to Wisconsin. And think about that for a little bit. You college football fans, they've never had a dynamic quarterback at Wisconsin. He doesn't fit that image that they have at all. That would be – well, they had Russell Williams uh, – Russell, Russell Wilson. Yeah. yeah. And that was, you know, that was totally different for them, and it worked out well. Yeah. Man. They would suddenly become a player, wouldn't they, in the Big Ten? If this guy is everything we we think he is, mm -hmm. but I don't think when this whole thing started, anybody thought he was going to go to Wisconsin. That's totally yep. strange. Yeah. But I was listening this morning. He's going to have to sign this week because that's the last day that you can enroll or something and still be able to participate in yep. spring practice. I think I don't know, but anyway, I wanted to bring that up. Crazy. On the Hall of Fame thing, and you know how I buy oh, one more. Here's another thing, too. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? I have been bitching about this for 20 years, and that's the overtime rule in the NFL. And yeah. suddenly everybody is saying they need to get rid of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where have these people been? Yeah, well, many of them have been with us. It's just the powers that be that, that just are like, I just don't get it. I've never heard them raging about it like they are now oh like two three years ago when it happened in Mahomes, people did the same thing hey that's the thing they rage when it happens and then when it's time to change it's like, yeah. yeah all right you know unbelievable i and i kind of i kind of think they're going to do something this time i i, I think the outrage yeah. Yeah. is that they're gonna they're gonna do something 
Uh, but the the bonds and the Clemens and all this, and and I'm old, so you probably aren't going to think I'm going to say this, but it wasn't illegal when they were playing. This was, right. They didn't do anything illegal. Yeah, it became illegal after they retired, or they may have played a year or two after they made this all. How many players were taking steroids during that time period? Mm-hmm. How can you punish somebody for doing something when it's not illegal? Yeah. And you're going to tell me that Big Poppy wasn't doing that? Well, he has a, he has a failed test on it's his It's total resume. bullshit. I know. <laughs> all it is is they don't like Bonds and they don't like Clemens, the yeah. people who vote for him. Yeah. And I don't either. Yeah. But are you going to try to tell me that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens aren't two of the best players ever to play the game of baseball? Yeah. It is ridiculous. Yeah. How many home runs did Barry Bonds hit before he suddenly was supposed to be on steroids? Yeah. Yeah. That just did about Barry Bonds. I wish he never would have done this because he was a Hall of Fame baseball player before. So was Clemens. Well, absolutely. Yeah. What did he win the Cy Young? Seven times? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you, folks, I absolutely hate him. I don't like Clemens. I never like Clemens. But <laughs> this is nuts. And yeah. then uh, um, Sosa. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Sammy Sosa was a pretty good baseball player. Yeah. And I loved watching when him and McGuire were going through that. You guys may be too old to remember that. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And I just don't – now, the one guy that I do agree with, and some of you may not, and that's Rose. I don't think Pete Rose should be in there because gambling on baseball is taboo. It's in every locker room throughout anywhere you go. You cannot gamble on baseball if you're a part of baseball. You can't do it. He yeah. did it. He lied. And I don't think he should be in there. But these other guys <sighs> – if you if you vote Ortiz in, how can you not vote the other two? I, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. Uh, yeah, it was. It's yeah, it's a shame, and I don't get that. Like, okay, now they can never be in now that it's past certain amount of years. Why is that? I thought that was an odd thing. I didn't know that was a rule. I don't follow yeah. it. So yeah, and I I I just I don't understand some of the things. Uh, you got okay this is bad but mickey mantle was a drunk yeah no yeah for sure he was a drunk he's in and i love mickey i, I don't get anything about man, man some of those guys that are in there are not good people yeah no and, you know, it's just I, I i just don't know yeah i i'm with you i i is just i don't know i, I go I ahead i just don't i don't care enough to really get upset about it i guess but it does it's just it just doesn't make a lot of sense that we're allowing someone to get in and not others and and, and it just seems like it's it, like I said i think mark said it's like a scapegoat basically yeah it is yeah they're taking the heat for what everybody else did mark mcguire's another one yeah, uh, i don't know that mcguire's <laughs> statistics are quite you know that good well, uh, let me ask you this what does that word mean there that magic says uh, does pete Rose make it after he dies. Sometimes a person dying changes. 
That word means after he's dead. Okay. <laughs> Magic and I are a little smarter than you. <laughs> now, wait a second. Hasn't Pete Rose went through his time? Like, he can't be elected, right? The Veterans Committee can put him in. Well, can the Veterans Committees not put these other guys in? They can. They can. Yeah. Oh, well, then I don't give a shit about this. I thought it was over for good. I don't think it's over for good. Okay. Uh, now, I, and, and again, I want to clarify something. Pete Rose was one of the greatest baseball players I ever saw. He was. Yes. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stand him, but he was one of the best baseball players I ever saw. What a competitor. Yep. But you can't gamble on baseball. You no. just can't do it. That's one of the rules that you cannot do. No. And uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> Mark's on. He's on fire today. But uh, <laughs> if Mark says when Pete Rose dies, the wagering pool on the Reds games will go down magic. Also, the wagering pools on most of the horse racing uh, tracks will go down as well. <laughs> He's, He's an avid horse player. player. So but anyway, um, I'm glad I, Magic's I, trying to kill him off and hurt our handle. But uh, thanks. I Magic. just don't understand why. If I was, uh, I would have. I mean, to not put Roger Clemens, maybe one of the ten best pitchers ever. Yeah. I mean, that, he was a mean sob. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And he played for a long time, and he was good. And you know, I tell you what, it's pretty damn hard to hit a baseball whether you're on steroids or not. And knock it over the fence as many times as I don't think I'd be able to hit a baseball no. if I was on steroids and hit it. No. Hit that, I, I don't know. Magic says it'd be extremely unlikely for the Veterans Committee to change a hard held policy like that, uh, what the main committee is holding against the juicers. So you're probably right. And I would say probably most of the Veterans Committee are old guys, I would yeah. think. You know, uh, it, 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 Dennis says, if you laugh at a joke after the joke is done, are you laughing post-humorously? So that's what I That is did. really good, Dennis. <laughs> I, that is good stuff. Joshua Eubank says we should have Pete Rose on sometime. That would be fantastic. Oh, I'd love to have that son of a bitch on. I would really love it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, uh, let's see. Should I should I kind of promote our site a little bit as You're we going. leave? Oh, we didn't get to the basketball. We didn't get to talk about our big night last. Okay, time. we're gonna do that, and then I have the I have my thing, and then we're gonna be out of here. All right, well, do your thing. Go ahead. So I no, I'm gonna show tell everybody. You're upset. I can tell you're upset. No, no, I'm not. So here are like all of our articles. We still do articles, obviously. Papa Dude does these. We've got football going up. Uh, if you want a hockey parlay tonight, I've got that up for you. Uh, we're doing a five teamer tonight uh, twenty dollars into 177 like all this Ooh, shit is free right this, this is all free stuff okay so make sure to check this out this is what he's talking this is what pop dude's talking about he played uh let's see what did you he played a three-team parlay last night in the nba for 40 bucks it returned 146.73 so and uh, here's the key okay i didn't have to sweat it no, these were these were just he played the Hawks, the Clippers, and then the the Heat minus the six. And yeah, the only one I had to sweat was the Clippers. Yeah, and they played the worst team in the league, and yeah. they won by like eight, I think it was. Yeah, the other two. Do you know though? There, I was watching that last one. The last one was the Heat. They had to win by six, I think it was. Yeah. Uh huh. And I just sitting there, and they were. It was on TV. Yeah. They they had the subs in, 
and they were screwing around and I just knew they were going to let that thing get down to, <laughs> to uh, yeah funny. yeah well, that was fun I so on these articles what you're going to get every day you'll get his best bet against uh the the spread and then when he likes a parlay, he'll do it. He didn't have one today because we're light in the NBA. Two teams. Well, light in the NBA and then college sucks today. So we didn't right. do but but we'll have parlays and then you'll get your money, the money line pick for the rest of the game. So you've got all of his picks. It's just kind of the order of confidence uh, as far as best bet. Here's the parlay, and then here's the rest of them if you still want to gamble on some. So uh check that out. Like I say, every day, and then also uh he hit the parlay in basketball as well. It made 98 bucks. A little bit of a safer one here, Notre Dame, Indiana, and then Arkansas minus the four. And then, like I said, same thing. There's your money line bets. You want those parlays. Here's your best bet of the night against the spread. So that's what we're doing. We're liking it. Um, I just did this one tonight so I could get uh, a blues player on our site. So anyway, check that out. We got a lot of stuff on the sports site that are that, that's new and exciting. So um, anything else, Papa Dude? I like the goalie you put on there. Yeah, Huso. Uh, I, I wouldn't put Bennington on there. I, okay. You and Mark would throw a fit if I put Bennington on there. Oh, so. <laughs> uh, um, it's, it's a big weekend of horse racing. Yeah, we got football on Sunday. Some great basketball games. Uh, just very quickly, the SEC and the Big Twelve, two of the best conferences in basketball this year, are playing each other. Yeah. And there's 10 games, and six of those games involve top 25 teams. And the, the highlight of the one is Kentucky goes to Kansas. Yeah. And that's, that's number 12 against number seven, I think. Yeah. So there and are. And the number one team in the country is going down on Saturday, too. <laughs> well, OU won a huge game last night. It's right. as far as trying to get into the tournament. That was a must. If they can play Auburn close Saturday, that's going to help them. I don't think they necessarily have to beat them, but if they can play within eight or nine on the road at Auburn, that's going to help them, I think. But that was a big win for them last night. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, I, I wanted to – yeah, Auburn damn near lost to Missouri. Yeah, yeah. they did. They choked. Oh, they choked in that game. Uh, Clay Thompson, Isaac Tybout. I know he's a huge uh, Warriors fan. By the way, Isaac, let's see – Yes, Papa Dude and I both have the Warriors. I knew we did. Because of you, Isaac, I picked the Warriors. I picked them because they're playing Minnesota as well. So now, I, always <laughs> I always think of Isaac with the now, Warriors. Now, we're against each other. I, I think the Lakers pull the upset tonight over the 70s. Well, that's a toss-up game. Yeah. No question. They both have Golden State. And you never know. Uh, Selma keeps asking, uh, what time are we going live Saturday? I think we'll be live for the last four races at Gulfstream. Um, I don't know what time that is, uh, but yeah, last four at Gulfstream, maybe the last five, definitely the last four, maybe the last five. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be, we'll be here for a few hours. Oh, everybody. Well, I think Mike's at NXC and everybody else is at home. So, uh, should be no excuses. I, we may not, we may not get Samage to come on. He's, he's got bigger fish to fry. So. But yeah, we'll be on at, um, at at last four or five races at Gulfstream. Um, all right, this is it. That's it. That is my final thing. I flash it up on the screen now. If you're listening, not watching, Danhausen is all elite. He showed up last night in AEW. You can ask Heather. She's sitting right here. I screamed. I said, "That's Danhausen. That's who I've been telling you about." I couldn't believe it. 
It was amazing. Papa dude, did you see this? No, no, I didn't. I... Mark has, is that Gene Simmons? <laughs> what channel is that on? What's that? What channel is that on? That's on uh, TBS. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, TBS from 7 to 9 Central Time. Um, it was great. So Dan Housen was hiding under the ring. And another wrestler went to grab a chair out of the ring and he couldn't grab it and he pulled it out. And that's it was Dan Housen. And the crowd went crazy and uh, he, he cursed uh, the guy and the guy lost and then he just walked out. So it was great. It was great. I'm, I'm very, very, very happy to see Dan Housen. Huge fan, independent wrestler for a long time, was at Ring of Honor, um, but really just built up his following through YouTube and Twitter. I mean, the guy's just hysterical on that stuff. Built a huge following. Everybody was praying he would show up in AEW, and it happened last night. So it was fantastic. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Another great episode of Dudes Who Bet Sports Housing, <laughs> Curtis says. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Sylvan says, I don't care who this is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Oh, this is unbelievable. Heather Heather was like, he's going to get old really fast. You know that, don't you? I was like, no, he's not. He's like, yes, he is. So she's not a fan. Okay, so she didn't like him. No, she's not a fan. She doesn't know who he is. Uh, she only just watches and follows AEW. And, you know, of course, he hasn't been there yet. Uh, so, no, he doesn't know. He, he kind of looked at me like, that's Dan Housen. But <laughs> I'm not impressed. So, okay. Uh, I said only the trolls on the internet and you are, are upset today, Heather. So, uh, <laughs> but Heather doesn't like CM Punk very well either. So, <laughs> uh, What about Punk for MJF in Chicago? I mean, magic. I've got a countdown on my phone. I can't wait. So very excited. Heather, what do you think? CM Punk and MJF, who's winning? CM Punk. Heather says CM Punk will win that. She match. said CM Punk. Punk? Yeah, CM Punk. Yep. <laughs> Dennis says she's not a fan housing of Dan Housen. Divorce? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't like him, right? No, shake your head. Okay. Mark said right. you'd rather watch people's court than AEW. Magic <laughs> <laughs> uh, says divorce housing. <laughs> <laughs> Magic is hit on something that he thinks is gold, but it's it's kind of a one horse deal, a one one hit thing there. <laughs> no, Dan it's Housen. Getting old. It's getting old. Dan Housen does that though. That's oh, funny. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Magic says. <laughs> I'm just reading this to see if Heather will laugh. Magic says, "Just tell Heather he smuggles a squirrel in his pants like Darby. <laughs> She'll suddenly love it." <laughs> uh, that one got a look. That one got a look. Magic. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. We got it. This is it. Too much fun. Too much fun. <laughs> uh, okay, we're heading out. All right. Uh, any any final thoughts? I, I look, I'm the one that took us off the rails today. You so did. It's not, it's not your fault. You no, know, I don't have any final thoughts. Great show. Okay. Uh, Magic, uh, hit hit up in the comments when uh, Magic Mike show is. I do want to promote that while you comment that. Uh, Blinkers Off will be on later tonight as well. Uh, obviously, we'll be talking about the Pegasus in depth. Uh, Magic, I believe, will be doing the late pick four at Gulfstream Park. He's got a special guest, so I'll, I'll let him tell me what time, and then I'll promote that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be good. we got a lot of stuff going on. The guide should be out tonight. Uh, Jared's going to hop on here as soon as we're done, and we're going to finish the, uh, the guide and get that going as well. So 
Uh, yeah, here we go. Live at 5 p.m. Eastern time with special guest handicapper Barry Spears. Barry Spears uh, really does a great job uh, with all the content he puts out on Twitter. And I believe he's on a podcast as well. Uh, really good follow on Twitter. Really, really sharp uh, handicapper, especially at Gulfstream Park. So I'm, I'm happy to have Barry on. That's going to be good as well. So, all right, Papa Dude, we're getting off here. It was fun as always. You bet. Um, very nice. Very evil, Papa Dude. You're both <laughs> very nice, very evil. And we will see you on Monday, Housen. Good luck to all our fan Housens. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit.